to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. What happened here? The bad guys in this town are changing. I don't know how bad it's going to get. They think guns can stop me? This is not a game. Troubled times. Surely this must be a traumatic experience for you. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham, set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. And oh my goodness, people. We're back, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. We are, we're almost back. Uh, Gotham comes back ten days from today, I believe. What was that? We're back! We are back. I'm just excited. I've missed this. Okay, normally we do a lot of a lot of fluffy stuff up at the beginning, a lot of preamble, a lot of this, a lot of that. We don't have time to do it because we have something so important to share with you. Your head is going to explode in your hands. Once again, in (laughs) advance of new episodes of Gotham, John Stevens, the executive producer of Gotham, also the director of episode 19, you'll find out, uh, or 18, I think. Uh, but uh, he's agreed to talk with us a little bit about Gotham season 2B, Wrath of the Villains. So let's run the interview, and then we're going to come back and talk about a bunch of news and stuff that's come out about it. So let's let's take it away. Hey, uh, uh, Pass Bill, why don't you get started? Uh, my guest today has worked as a producer on shows like The O.C., uh, Gilmore Girls, and Gossip Girl. He's also the executive producer on Gotham and wrote episodes like The Last Laugh and my personal favorite, The Balloon Man. I still love that episode. Uh, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> he's also the author of the Books of Beginning series, and his name is John Stevens. How's it going, John? Very well, thank you. Thanks for uh, calling me. Oh, yeah, thank you thank you for uh, taking the time to talk with us today. Uh, we always love talking to you and hearing from you uh, about Gotham, and it's almost back. <laughs> So soon, I, I think. So I, soon, I know it's amazing. I know the wait is almost over. I think it's about a week and a half from now. So, so yeah, we're pretty pumped. We're pretty pumped. Okay, I, I do have some questions for you about uh, the upcoming season two B. Uh, okay, so first off, uh, you know, season two A was called uh, Rise of the Villains. And mm-hmm. then uh, you guys announced uh, a little while back that Season 2B is going to be called Wrath of the Villains. Uh, mm-hmm. it, why is it called Wrath of the Villains? Will we be seeing a, a different side of our favorite Gotham baddies this year? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we wanted in some way, I mean, we conceived of the season as being like one cohesive serialized story but broken really into two chapters. So we wanted the two chapters to feel different. We wanted them to have their own identities. And in the second half of the season, it's very much the case that a lot of the actions that our characters took in the first half of the season, the season will have their repercussions in the second half of the season, and people will sort of, I guess, um, strike back at our characters because of what happened. Mm-hmm. So we'll see a lot of things come, come home to roost in the second half of the season. Excellent, excellent. Okay, now one of those villains that is going to be all wrathy is uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Freeze. And, you know, last time we talked, uh, you were just starting to break his story and his character and everything like that. Yep. And mm-hmm. you mentioned that you you were going to uh, you wanted to kind of uh, tailor that character to the actor. Well, you have the actor now, and mm-hmm. uh, you guys are pretty deep into the story. Did anything major change uh, once you cast the the part and uh, started breaking the story 
Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the, there's a great deal of emotion in in the context of the character, and and mm-hmm. Nathan Nathan uh, Darrow brings that to the character. So he was really sort of tailor made to that to that element of the story, which was really wonderful. He feels like a very much the loving husband that you want Victor to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so as soon as we saw him, I mean, in all honest, in all honesty, he was like the idea of what we were imagining. So uh, we didn't have to do too too much tailoring on, to be truth because <laughs> like mm-hmm. great. Done. <laughs> We've got the guy now. <laughs> we got the guy. We can move on. Perfect. Okay. So, uh, you know, there's been a lot of uh, variations on the Mr. Freeze character. I, mm-hmm. What what separates the Gotham version apart from the versions we already know? You know, I honestly think that the biggest difference is just the level of boots-on-the-ground humanity that mm-hmm. um, is portrayed here. I mean, when you think of the other villains, whether it's in an animated world or, like, in, in television or in, like, the movies, I do feel like they come across first and foremost, uh, or even the comic books, as a kind of, except for a couple versions in the books, actually, as supervillains, you know? And mm-hmm. I feel like the version of Victor Freeze that we see here is first and foremost a man, you know, and someone who is in love with someone and doing everything they can to save them. And then what happens is who he becomes, you know, Mr. Freeze, is far down the line and really a reaction to the events around him. But we meet him and we interact with him and we come to know him really as a person. And I think, that, I, to me, that's what's different more than anything else, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah, and I, I've definitely got the, got the, uh, the in, or, you know, the indication uh, through some of the, uh, you know, episode press releases that come out mm-hmm. and everything that we, it, it's really going to be like a, a Mr. Freeze prequel. Like, usually we, we start, uh, you know, where he, he already has the powers and his wife's yep. in the thing and this, that, and the other. And it really feels like you guys are going to get a chance to build it out, which is, you know, it's so great uh, in Gotham in general that you guys get mm-hmm. a chance to tell those early stories. I- yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think on the one hand, you get to tell the, like, the you get to tell the emotional arc, so you go on the journey with them as they become that. I mean, like watch the development of like Nigma, you know, and you actually watch him become who he's be- Nigma is becoming because you get to follow every step of the way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think, but I think on the other hand, you also get to see. Like, as we take steps towards that supervillain world, we want to make sure that the steps we take are, like, um, not baby steps, but, like, they are, like, very conscious steps. We're not leaping over anything. So as you watch Mr. Freeze actually developing his weaponry, mm-hmm. everything feels like a logical next step, and we're not immediately leaping to him with, you know, the things you would imagine for the movies. Oh, yeah. You know, that actually leads me to my next question. You know, it, mm-hmm. it seems uh, for, from everything I've seen about uh, Wrath of the Villains coming up that you guys are are kind of leaning hard this half season into the more uh, supernatural elements of Batman's world, I guess I could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So has, has there been any hesitation on, on your side to bring these elements to the forefront, or is this something you've been you know, building towards all along? I would say hesitation. I, I would say caution. You know, <laughs> um, it's definitely something that we've been building towards. Um, and I wouldn't use the word supernatural. Like the approach that we decided to take was like, as we start taking steps to that world, let's mm-hmm. start introducing uh, what we're going to call the science villains. You know, mm-hmm. like villains who have powers and <clears throat> have weaponry and etc. But everything would seem to have some sort of grounding in science. Like, so the science that they're doing in Gotham at this time is advanced or ahead of the world in which we live, but it does still feel like in a possible world, believable because of the fact it does have a, a natural scientific basis. So we are, we're never going full supernatural you know, in that sense. No, no, um, no we, ghosts we, we and goblins? Keep, no, no, we want to keep it as grounded, unfortunately, keep it as grounded as we can because of that. 
So anything we do as on the surface outlandish as it might seem, we always mm-hmm. try to trace it back to a, a reasoning in this world. Excellent. So yeah, Excellent. we do have we have caution about that stuff. <laughs> I, well, you know, it makes for a good story. So 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 it's all good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, speaking of you know science and realistic technology, you have like a I don't know if it's a Commodore sixty four or something that Thomas Wayne was using. Uh, <laughs> it seems like it, right? <laughs> yeah, before his untimely demise, and you know, right at the end of uh, uh, Rise of the Villains, uh, we found out that Lucius had had kind of you know fixed it and they were going to start digging into it. it, it are mm-hmm. the contents of Thomas's uh, computer uh, going to lead Bruce anywhere this half season? They absolutely are. They're going to lead him closer towards the answer to who killed his parents, mm-hmm. who was behind it, um, and lead him into um, some deep, dark waters. So, yeah, you absolutely keep watching, and what comes out of that computer will um, lead Bruce towards the end of the season. I, I, I hope it's a, a version of, like, Joust or something. Essentially, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, so you guys have a lot of new villains uh, c- coming mm-hmm. up this half season, too. You know, B.D. Wong's playing the classic uh, mad scientist character H- Hugo Strange, and we have yep. uh, Mr. Freeze, uh, Azrael, I saw. Um, and, of course, uh, you know, all of our favorites from season one and season two A. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you know, a big criticism of the show, not ours. We love the show. We, li- we think you guys are perfect. Don't change a thing. But, <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> but a lot of people are I, – I constantly see the complaint and, like, we get it in the emails and stuff that uh, too many villains coming too quickly. Uh, so mm. I, I'm wondering what do, you, what do you think? Is it hard to juggle such a large ensemble cast uh, while adding your own original characters? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it is. I mean, like, you know, you, we, have a, we have a large ensemble cast. We have a lot of characters to bring in. Um, it's a constant sort of, like, juggling of, like, what characters are sort of peaking at what times and what characters are in, like, rebuilding phases at another time. So you're always trying to track them off, track them, like, sine and cosine curves, you know, so that it all balances out properly. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing that I would say about, like, the villains that we bring into, we do try hard, and I think you'll see it in the second half of the season, that we bring, when we bring in a villain, it's not that we bring them in for one or two episodes and then they're sort of done. Mm-hmm. Now we're actually trying to develop them further. So a lot of the villains that we saw in the first half of the season, like, say, Firefly, we're going to see them see her again in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. So, like, we shouldn't view that as, like, a kind of, like, a couple episodes and then, like, oh, we've, now we've done Firefly. That was sort of the foundation, and now we're going to see her again. So they, they've really become part of the world of our show. Yeah, and it, I, I really appreciated that, particularly in uh, the first half of the season with with a Theo Gallivan, because it, it, you never knew uh, what you were getting with him. I mean, he was even surprising me in the last episode when he completely cooked, kicked uh, Gordon's ass and everything. I know. It, yeah, it, it was shocking and amazing and fun. Okay. <laughs> you know, another villain you guys uh, really hit hard in season 2A uh, was Jerome. Uh, yes. You know, and in The Last Laugh, uh, which is an episode equally loved because of Jerome and hated because he dined at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> y- y- you know, they, they, you really fleshed them out. And uh, he, he's one of my favorite Joker-esque characters, I should say now. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, were you happy with how Jerome was received? And why did you decide to kill him when so many people had just fallen, you know, head over heels in love with him? Well, I was very happy with how he received, you know. I thought, I mean, Cameron did an incredible job. You know, mm-hmm. he brought an incredible level of this elan and flair to the role um, that I think really communicated to everybody the essence of who the Joker should be. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but we also wanted to establish the fact that what we're trying to set the seeds for here is not to do necessarily a Joker, um, the Joker, because we can never do the Joker, you know, mm-hmm. because of the fact that Batman creates him, that we wanted to say um, he might be the inspiration for the Joker or he might be the first of many of the inspiration for another inspiration for the Joker. Mm-hmm. And that it, he, we, we'd always imagine 
Cameron's character as being sort of um, the you know a stone that's thrown into a very um, still pond or like the the rock that begins an avalanche, mm-hmm. and we're going to see more and more of that come along. Which I think if as people keep watching, they'll see that Cameron and his and the, and that role of Jerome was not like a, a close ended thing, but actually the beginning of a um, uh, a movement. Oh yeah, and uh, we, one thing that the last scene in the last laugh that uh, mm-hmm. kind of impressed me was that you know what none none of these uh, dozen or so guys you show at the end might end up becoming the Joker, but it, it, Jerome definitely inspired that unique brand of. Gotham madness. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Okay, uh, so you guys are uh, probably pretty close to uh, finishing uh, up season uh, two at this point. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. what will surprise us about how our characters end season two, or what characters will surprise us by the end of season two? I think a lot of characters. I I, I think a lot of stuff to say. Um, It's it's tough to say that without giving things away too much away, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I think the changes that certain characters are going to go through, certain core characters are going to go through, are going to surprise us a great deal. Mm -hmm. I think that certain characters who we thought were um, gone and never to return, um, they are going to come back in ways that we never imagined. And that is also going to surprise us. Mm-hmm. Um, that, it, you know, go with the adage that you, you can't keep a bad man down in Gotham. <laughs> nice. Okay, so, uh, you know, Gotham, uh, John, I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. Gotham can be really, really gruesome sometimes. You guys have this thing with eyes, and I have a thing with eyes, so it's like, ah. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so I, I was wondering, you know, you guys get away with a lot uh, for primetime network television. Has, has there ever been? Yeah, it's shocking. I know, right? I know. <laughs> I'm kind of amazed. Yeah, I, I was wondering if there was a, anything you guys had ever uh, put in a script or something that the network was like, okay, guys, you can't, I don't know, feed a guy his own arm or something like that. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. It happens all the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, example. Let me think of an example. Um, well, there was a moment last year where – Penguin is getting this guitar player to like stop seeing this girl in order to, to like win over this bar, mm-hmm. and so he has his helper like start cutting off the the guitar player's fingers, and we see I think I think in the finished script I don't know if we actually even see any fingers hit the bottom of it, but we hear at least one hit the bottom of it, mm-hmm. but in the first cut of that we see all three fingers be cut off and hit the bottom of the bale pail, and they're like that's way too much, or a lot of times to be like. Just in the terms in terms of any random beating, they'd be like, can he hit his head on the pavement like three times less than that? <laughs> or can we take out the thuds a little bit more and not make them like, quite so wet? Um, the, yeah, the, I would say like the early cuts of it are always probably 20% more violent than the cuts mm-hmm. that end up airing, which is amazing to imagine. So. Yeah, you guys should put, put some of those uh, extra gory cuts on the, on the finished uh, DVDs or something. Like that. I know. The, the, the actual cut in episode, I think it was five this year, mm-hmm. there's a flashback of them cutting off the arm of a Dumas ancestor, mm-hmm. and, which is pretty gruesome in the way it was even aired. Yeah. But the actual cut of that is incredibly gruesome. <laughs> it's like a Dario Argento film. It's amazing. It's pretty gruesome. Nice. Yeah, you, you guys always, like, every time I think I'm okay to, like, not look away when something violent starts happening, it's something with the eyes, and I just, like, ah. I know. Uh, okay. It's a good point. <laughs> I point to the eye. Um, okay, so uh, any other little teases uh, you can give us on the way out? Characters you're excited for, favorite lines, that sort of thing? I mean, I really see, I, I, I'm really excited about, I, I think the rise of Nigma in the second half of the season is going to be incredibly exciting. I mm. think Corey delivers an incredible performance, 
and you see him step forward more and more into that Riddler role, mm-hmm. and it, it, it really is it's a watching the creation of an archetypal character, and that's I think it's fascinating. I think people are, people are going to be really respond to that. Oh yeah, and I mean I, I really responded to to him kind of stepping up and awakening in uh, season two a. I I, <laughs> I, I, I yeah. hope he still has a, a really good relationship with Penguin though. They were the best of buds. I know they were good roommates, right? <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. They even they had their problems with a what was mustard or something. But yeah, it was it was pretty good overall. Okay, so uh, so John, uh, you know, you get to you know get get head writing credit on a couple episodes every once in a while. What episode mm-hmm. should we watch out coming from you uh, for to uh, be? You know, I don't think I actually have a credit on any episodes of this second half of the season. Okay, um, I direct. I just directed episode eighteen though. Very um, nice. Very nice. Which is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, on a, an enormous amount of things happen in the episode. <laughs> it's where things actually start to ramp up. It's basically, it's the episode that ramps us up towards the finale. Mm-hmm. From 18 to 22 is all like one long story towards the finale. And 18 is the one that kicks it off. Excellent, excellent. Okay, now, uh, you know, I, I have one last question for you. It's not mm-hmm. Gotham related, but Anne-Marie, uh, my co-host, asked me to ask you specifically this. She knows you worked on the Gilmore Girls. She knows there's mm-hmm. a reboot coming up. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on it? I think that sounds great. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know yeah. you have nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I, can't, I can't wait. To, I'm really excited for it. I think it's going to be great. It's Excellent. Gonna be great. Wonderful, I, yeah. Excellent. I, well, John, I want to thank you so much again for uh, taking the time to talk to us. Ho- hopefully uh, we can hear from you sometime during the season, too. Eh? Maybe a little yeah, voicemail or something. Excellent. Okay, well, I guess I'll go ahead and throw it back to uh, future Anne-Marie and Bill. Take it away, guys. Man, Pass Bill, that was a really good interview. That was fantastic. You were a very skilled interview, Pass Bill. Very skilled, very skilled. Bravo. But thank you so much to John for uh, coming on and uh, talking with us and everything. A really in-depth interview, too. So many good tidbits. Definitely. I I, I love the the, uh, detail... Of uh, the fingers, the fingers, the, the, the guitar player, and not oh. enough fingers. <laughs> Knock it back twenty percent, guys. Now uh, we didn't mention this up at the top of the show, but uh, you can always join us uh, for Gotham once the show's back in season. Uh, Tuesdays, eight thirty p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. We have a chat room. We have quite the chat room this evening. Yeah, and I would just like to mention that uh, Joe the Cop himself, uh, Tom Calderon, I believe is how, how you pronounce <laughs> it. Yeah, he's in the chat room. And he's 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 talking with us. He shouted me out in the chat room i'm shouting him out back on the stream nice yeah uh, we, oh, i'm we, so excited yeah if you if you don't know he he, he plays uh, uh one of one of the gcpd's finest yes. on gotham you'll see you you'll usually see him at a desk behind gordon he's or, normally typing something or bringing in a perp or something like that mm-hmm. you know so we love tom for sure Absolutely. and uh please to see you in the chat room also bobby and michael lucero morgan scorpion uh, and Franny made a brief moment in time and then she disappeared. So I'm sure she'll be back. Hopefully. Yeah, she, she might be watching. <laughs> she might be watching. watching. Hey. Okay. Now, if you guys have never been, uh, this is Wrath of the Spoiler Party. Whoa. That so just took a turn. If, if you've never um, <laughs> seen uh, one of our spoiler parties, basically what we do is we – it's a rundown of all the news and stuff coming out of uh, the world of Gotham yes. in between seasons right. or in between episodes. Uh, now, uh, you know, some of the stuff is kind of spoilery. So yeah, if you're because spoiler- it's a spoiler party, yeah. If you like spoilers, mm-hmm. stay. If you don't, eh, listen in a couple weeks. And, I mean, we <laughs> honestly, it's nothing that hasn't been. Uh, oh, Tom says, "Love you guys too. We love you, Tom." <laughs> Uh, but uh, it, it, if you've been paying attention to the press for Gotham and all the news stories on all the news sites about Gotham, 
you're not going to have any surprises here. Probably not, no. And we're also going to have all the uh, links. links to these at the show notes at uh, legendsofgotham.com. Yes. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, and we always try and structure it to where it's least spoilery to most spoilery. I, I don't know if we really did that this we time. We didn't do that this time. But, nope. Well, I would say we definitely started with least spoilery, though, because well, yes. lead story, uh, <laughs> it's somebody's birthday. <gasps> Should we sing? Somebody's sing? having a birthday. No, we can sing the actual birthday <laughs> song because it's out of copyright. So you want to go ahead and do it? And ha- one, and two, and happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha. Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha. Happy birthday, dear Bruce Wayne. Happy birthday to you. Yes, uh, today is uh, David's birthday. He also plays Bruce Wayne on Gotham. Apparently, he shares a. They, they actually share birthdays with with, uh, with Bruce Wayne. So that's a thing. Yeah, definitely. So that's a cool thing. He, he was destined to play the Batman. <laughs> he was destined to play Destiny. <laughs> but no, happy birthday, Davida. Yes. Glad you're a year closer to putting on the tights. For sure. <laughs> a year closer to that cape and cow. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, actually, yeah, yeah, you're right. This uh, this next story is probably one of the most spoilery stories we have. I know. So. I just put them in order that I found them. I didn't rearrange them. That's fine. But apparently, uh, somebody uh, from season uh, Rise of the Villains, season two A, is, is uh, coming back as a character we all back, know and love. Back again. It's James, James Frain is back. Uh, Theo Gallivan. <laughs> And not only is he coming back, even though how, I guess Hugo Strange might have something to do with it, but he'll be back, not just as Theo Gallivan, nope. the mayor of Gotham. No. Nope. Uh, Tom C. says the mayor is growing away. Franny's back! Nice. <laughs> but he is going to be Asriel. Asriel! Tell, tell us about Asriel. I was going to say, <laughs> right. tell me about Asriel! No, he is a, 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 the... the um, the agent of uh, vengeance for the Order of Saint Dumas. Uh, he was uh, famously uh, the most famous Azrael. It's like a mantle. It's like an honorific that gets passed down. Like uh, they always have an Azrael to do their bidding. Okay. Uh, but the most famous one was uh, Jean Paul Valley, who replaced Batman when he got his back broken by Bane back in the nineties. Okay. And he became this ultra violent Batman. Ooh. And Batman had to come back from being paralyzed to take him out. <laughs> <laughs> a really complicated story. He wore like a fake mustache for a while. Like, oh, it was pretty intense. That is pretty awkward. Yeah, he fell in love with his physical therapist. Good oh, story. Oh. Uh, night rises, or right after nightfall. Whatever happened right There's after that. Many yes, Archangel of Death. Okay, rock on. Yes, but uh, it, it, we have some uh, spoilery picks here, and it's very they're much, really yeah, they're yeah, good pictures. Yeah, it's very much the comic book version. It's a very comic accurate Azrael. Cool. What do you think about it? I think it looks awesome. Mm -hmm. I love, um, yeah, like it was really neat because I don't know the character because, again, that's what I do is not know things. Mm -hmm. Um, But it (laughs) looks really – I'm interested to see how it goes. And actually, as uh, Morgan points out in the chat, well, Penguin did say he wanted to kill him again. Yeah, we have that coming up too. That is coming up. Yeah, from the preview clip. Yes. And uh, Morgan also calls it Asbats. Asbats. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and also I want to point out that Franny in the chat room says, love to all the cast on Gotham and to all the Gothamites. But love to you as well. Yes, there's a, so much all love in this love. room. All of the love. Love. I, I have a little fake heart. Love here. is all around, here in do, Gotham do, do, and do, do, elsewhere. Do. Okay, but yeah, Asriel coming around, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be totally awesome. Okay, next up. Next up. 
we have some details on where we're going to be when we come back from the mid-season finale. Yes. Or when we come back after the mid-season finale. Yes. So, uh, Amory, why don't you go ahead and run through this Okay. Quick. So, I believe it is one month or so since where we just were. Mm-hmm. I, of course, didn't put that in my little point-out notes. Gordon is under fire for everything he's been involved in that happened mm-hmm. in the last episode. Good. Shocking. Gordon's getting yelled at for something <laughs> he did. Um, Penguin is behind bars, which is something I kind of almost thought I'd never see. Mm-hmm. Um, new leadership in the underbelly of Gotham. So, you Ooh. know, we have none of the mob bosses because we killed them all in season one. I kind of hope it's the lady. because I would love for it to I be the lady. I don't think we got nearly enough of the lady. The, uh, no. the uh, character played by the actress who plays uh, Missy on I Doctor I Who. I can't even think of her name yeah, now. Yeah, I'm blanking uh, on her name right now. But. Let's see. And what happens when someone is unfrozen is apparently very disgusting and you don't want to be eating. I would imagine they'd be a little bit of a slushy. So you may not want to snack while watching Gotham. Mm-hmm. That's that's the, There's my warning for you. Unless you're a cannibal. In which Unless case, it'll be a great frozen it'll treat be for fantastic. you. It'll, it'll be fantastic. It'll, it'll be a, a margarita. It'll a, be a, a murderita? A murderita. A murderita. <laughs> yes, that is that's unfortunately crazy, and I love it. So, yeah. Yay. Yeah, and Tom C. says it will be chilling not just because of Mr. Freeze. Ooh. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, but I'm very excited about it. I, I, the, the one uh, big question mark floating out there is Leslie and what's happening with that whole situation. <sighs> But I'm sure we'll get answers eventually. She's got enough going on in her own personal situation. <laughs> oh, Morgan uh, Scorpion predicts that it'll be Butch that it happens to. I hope not. <gasps> I love we Butch. Love Butch. No. We absolutely love no Butch. No more bad things for Butch. He already has a mallet hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good thing. I would consider that a so good whack, thing. Quack. Not the way it happened. Okay. Now, uh, there's been a lot more that's come out about this uh, since last we talked about it. B.D. Yes. Wong as Hugo Strange. Uh, now, he did a uh, – looks like an interview with comicbook.com. Mm, and, no, that from somebody else. They pulled it from somebody. Oh, they pulled it from somebody yeah. else. But, yeah, he did an interview. He and interview. he teased out a couple things about uh, Professor Hugo Strange. Although I, I will point out if you go to his Twitter account – Last night when he was doing a bunch of press interviews for Gotham, he was periscoping. (gasps) Was he? Yeah, he was doing a periscope and he was answering questions between things. Yeah. I wish I'd have noticed that. Periscopes expire in 24 hours. They do. It's it's annoying. You better run. But uh, what are the teases he he got out there about Hugo (laughs) Um, Strange? The little things that we got from BD Wong is... What he is doing there is indeed very, very bad. Mm. So it's he's not doing good things. There's no good works coming from Hugo. He's Strange. not going to turn bad. He's already there. He is already there. Oh, uh, Morgan Scorpion clarifies she meant Butch will be the new crime kingpin. <gasps> oh, okay. Yes, I'm That's okay with much that. Better, much yeah. better. Much, much better. Um, and Penguin will head to Arkham Asylum and be making a stop at Indian Hill. Ooh. Ooh. What would that do? Does that mean he will die? You know? Penguin in a jar. I don't know. I don't even know. Because they have those jar There's jars, jars of, of everything yeah. everywhere. <laughs> um, so I don't know what that... Mm-hmm. I don't know. We actually get a little bit more in the next little clip mm-hmm. between the, um, the two of them. That's fair. That's, That's fair. fair. So I don't know. Well, I guess we should go ahead and uh, look at and talk about this little clip. Like, basically, it's just uh, Hugo Strange sitting across from Penguin, who's in, you know, a standard standard uh, issue jail, Gotham, uh, Gotham jail uniform. And uh, Hugo's kind of poking and prodding at Penguin's yes. psyche a little bit. Like, shouldn't you be a little bit distraught? Yeah. Aren't Should, you under some pressure? How are you adjusting to jail life? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of that. I definitely want to see what landed Penguin in jail. I mean, obviously, uh, Hugo does mention... No, it's the murder of... I was going to say, Hugo does mention Theo Gallivan. Yeah. So obviously, there was, there was some... Something came out about that, or... He killed the mayor. Well, actually, Gordon killed the mayor. But he was, uh, he was out because the mayor came back, right? What? Remember, the mayor came back and pointed a finger... Oh, yeah, but He pointed he the off. finger at yeah. Penguin. Yeah, yeah. He, basically, mm-hmm. the story that the rest of Gotham is going with is that Penguin kidnapped my, Mayor James... And mm-hmm. killed Theo Gallivan. Mm. I, I don't know. Yeah, but it's a pretty good clip. I definitely recommend you watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mm-hmm. can't do it justice because we're not nearly as good, good at acting as uh, B.D. Wong. I don't and know. Robin I'm a pretty Lord darn good actress when I have the chance. Hi, I'm Penguin. Oh. No, oh. see, I can't do no, it. No, <laughs> you can't. Hi, I'm Hugo Strange. No. No, that, that is not the B.D. Wong Strange. Okay, we have some stuff uh, from over in the chat room. Okay. Uh, let's see okay. here. Uh, Franny says, can't wait to see Butch's sing scenes. Uh, there, I wonder there, if he is going to do the little song and dance again, though. There, there is some uh, information here about some stories we have well, coming, coming up yes. uh, about some returning characters that we'll talk about in just a couple minutes. Oh, oh, hold on. Wait, one thing that Tom said uh, after the it'll be chilling and not be- just because of Mr. Freeze says flamingo drink. Ooh. Ooh, the flamingo. The flamingo returns. That I loved the flamingo. He was fun. Minus the eating of people. <laughs> What is with the people eating the people? Yeah, and Tom C. also says, never underestimate Oswald. Look at, at how he was. Uh, <laughs> look at what has happened to those who have before. There yeah, you go. True. There we go. Took a second. Took, took a, a minute. Second Took here. a minute. Yeah, it's and Franny cool. doesn't like Oswald and Stripes. And Bobby thinks that B.D. Wong is going to make a great Hugo Strange. I really liked that. Uh, they, they released... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Morgan. <laughs> yeah, but they they released a, uh, a a bunch of pictures of them like iterating through various Hugo Strange outfits. Uh, yes, or like trying try, to decide on the look, the makeup and stuff. And I really love the look they eventually went with. The, there were two or three other really good options there. Yeah, too, no, but I think sure. this is perfect. It's, it's yeah, it's exciting. I know it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And you followed us on Twitter too. Yay! Yay. So if you if you're swinging by the live stream, hi. Hi. <laughs> Okay, but uh, okay, we're gonna get back, and we have a bunch more big stories coming up. But first, we wanted to tell you a little bit about our Patreon. Amory, why don't you do the honors? Hi, guys. We have a Patreon over we at Patreon.com/slash/UniverseBox. This is just a way that you can make a monthly donation to help support all of our podcasts: Legends mm-hmm. of Gotham, Greetings from Storybrooke, We're So Lost, Disney Pass Holder Project. Am I missing anything? I think that, the, that I think that's it. about it. Um, we've been, you know, spending the past couple years amping everything up, and this just helps offset some of those costs, and mm-hmm. you know, bring you more content, like Definitely. more podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. But you can start donations at ten cents. You'll get all sorts of cool stuff, like free copies of bill's books yeah all of them all of them he's just gonna send them on over to you i randomly send out a uh, free audiobook versions too yep so that's a lot um we'll we have a bunch of different awards we'll write mm. you letters we'll sing you songs we'll do a podcast just for you you get advanced uh copies, copies. of uh some podcasts that we delay the release delay of too release, like yep. you get them the night we record them then, yep in audio form instead of just the video yeah but um, right yeah. now we have 30 patrons uh currently giving us 149.74 a month Woo-hoo! We love each and every one of you. That went up since last that time. That did so go up since last time. We want to, definitely want to thank all of you. Uh, you guys are the cool kids. You guys are the cool kids club. And cool uh, we kids. are happy to have you in the cool kids cool club. Kids if you want to join club. the cool kids club and uh, freeze out the something. Wow. I lost it. That was awful. Patreon.com slash universe box. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash universe box. And remember to think outside. Yes. Okay. okay, so we have more stories. We have more stories. And I don't know. Oh, this I'm is sorry. a big one. This, this is, is a, a big huge one. 
huge one. And this, this sort of amplified what mm-hmm. Strange is doing. Well, this has been speculation for a while. And then there were some rumors that we thought were a bit fishy. But then it turns out... They were through! Yes, Jada, Jada Pinkett, Pinkett Smith Matt. returning to the set of Gotham. We saw a little glimpse of her red hairdo yes. in the uh, mid-season finale, mm-hmm. but it's officially confirmed. Uh, they haven't confirmed much about it, but Jada Pinkett Smith will be back as Fish Mooney yes. this season. Yay! I'm very excited. I'm so excited. And actually, um, mm-hmm. no, never mind. Go ahead. I was I was going to say, mm-hmm. I know I know some people, you know, were a little uneven on Fish Mooney, mm-hmm. it, especially as, as she stretched out as, you know, one of the main villains throughout the course of the season. Uh, but I'm very, I think bringing her in for a very tight um, series of episodes, you yeah. know, like I don't think three, she's going to be here for the whole three, half four season. episodes. I, I assume a bit darker than she was before. And you know what? That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Because yeah. she was pretty dark. Mm-hmm. She, no, but she was, she was, uh, she was evil. Now she's jaded probably. Cause I mean, <laughs> she's jaded. Yeah. She's jaded. Uh, <laughs> you don't cross Jada. <laughs> But I, I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Like, I'm excited. I'm yeah. really excited. Like, I, can't, I can't wait to see the first scene between her and Penguin. Her and Pangy Pants. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> what's, what's up? Uh, Bobby was like, no! And I told him to stop. Um, Fair enough. One more that um, I don't know why I didn't put this in is we get the yeah, first. this is pretty major. This is hu- actually pretty huge. Um, we get the first pictures of Paul Rubens, a.k.a. P.B. Herman, playing Papa Coppleput. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Yes, mean, right there. The first picture. And this was yep. uh, tweeted out by Jan- Danny, Danny Cannon, Cannon. Uh, back mm-hmm. in January. But we haven't had a spoiler party. We haven't had then. anything. And, so, you know, we did so much, mm-hmm. you know, tweeting in the off season i forgot what we did and didn't share so this yeah. is one thing yeah, check and, it out and this uh yeah it definitely looks not too di- it looks like it could be an older version of the cobblepot senior that uh paul rubens played in uh yeah. batman returns like it doesn't look that far off and i nice to see them together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh I, it's gonna be a good time also uh if you guys haven't seen the trailer for the new peewee movie looks excellent the netflix one uh by judd apatow not a fan it's going to be great. Not a fan. It's coming out next month, I think. No. It's going to be the month of Pee Wee because Pee Wee's playing, <laughs> Os- playing or, uh, Oswald's daddy and he's playing Pee Wee again. Interesting. And, uh, he, lo- he looks a bit more his own age here, though, for sure. Yeah. The, the taping. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For the Pee Wee movie, they like tape his skin back and stuff to like make his kind of give him, him an artificial facelift almost basically it's fun he probably fun. wouldn't agree to a real one yeah and franny says no i love Wee herman me too yeah no definitely no thank you and uh tom tom c says such an amazing likeness between robin and paul definitely. i'm excited yeah yeah like, they, they I may both not have like very the... angular faces yeah and the, the the noses were working and everything mm-hmm. definitely here I'll, I'll get a little bit of a bigger picture of that but for our, our live viewers over on the youtubes <laughs> okay uh, so let's see here what is coming up next okay so we have a promo, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, the chilling new chapter begins. Ah. So uh, let's see uh, what, what we have to look forward to here. Uh, we, lots of stuff with Mr. Freeze, a frozen yes. cop. It is really uh, cool. And like the words etched into the ice. Free my wife, wasn't it? I I, I saw I saw Alfred and Bruce uh, kind of. <gasps> I see Tabitha and Butch. More frozen cops. Uh, penguin and electric Butch. chair. Uh, strange uh there's the clip from last season alfred getting dropped uh question yeah that was ed with a question mark um on gordon's picture 
Oh, it's going to be good. It's I mean, be good. Ed knows everything at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knows every, he knows everything. And, but I think he's still waiting to be found out. But I mean, we really don't know, though, because I mean, he's one of well, those. Gordon funny. knows that Ed and Penguin were buddy, buddy. Yeah. So but he I has don't know if Gordon's a... acted on it or he might no. have his own problems. I, th- I think he's got plenty of his own problems. I think um, Ed knows about Gordon, but Gordon doesn't know about Ed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Gordon might just assume that he's a little shady mm-hmm. just because of his associations and rooming with Penguin. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he has any idea what he's up against. Uh, over in the chat room, Morgan Scorpion says, is a frozen policeman a copsicle? Definitely. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. Oh, uh, uh, Michael Lucero asked, who's the Asian guy in the trailer that appears? <laughs> that would be people? Beatty Wong. Yeah, that's Beatty Wong playing Hugo Strange. You might want to tell him in the chat. Yeah. Room, so I don't know he's ha- if he has audio. We'll go ahead and move on to the next story. And uh, this we'll just lightly touch on because, uh, you know... We love a lot of the stuff that comes out for Gotham. This we weren't super impressed with, but I think it had, for me, it has more to do with my bias against motion comics. Uh, oh, this th- thing. Than anything. But yeah, uh, they're, they're releasing, like, I think it's a four part uh, motion comic that they've been playing before the X Files on. In, oh, is that when they're playing it? Yeah, which is in Gotham's time oh. slot right now called Gotham Stories, which basically tells uh, the story of Penguin trying to relaunch his criminal enterprise. And uh, along with Catgirl and then a very frozen character comes in to spoil his mood. Uh, so, so these are okay. I mean, they're fine. They do get the, the, all the actors from Gotham to voice their characters, which is nice. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not a huge fan of motion comics because it doesn't feel like comics to me. It feels more like a – it reminds me of the Marvel cartoons from the 60s where they basically took the comic frames and animated them very – Badly. Badly. Yeah. And, and again, no no insult to anyone who worked on these or anything. They're just not my cup of tea. No. Just not my cup of tea. They're definitely – and I feel like they're almost – like I appreciate what they're trying to do and like since if X-Files is in their slot, like trying to keep the Gotham people – happy mm-hmm. since it's such a long hiatus and all that yeah i think they're actually almost too short mm-hmm. like i'm not a huge fan of the way they're done yeah but i think you know another 30 seconds wouldn't de- be terrible i definitely think they're gonna be the glue that uh kind, kind of glues together the season finale with where penguin yeah. is once we hit when you mean the mid-season yeah the, the mid-season, mid-season finale and the yeah and the comeback like i i don't know if we're gonna see penguin get arrested in this but i think we're gonna see the cops show up or something by right. the end of it because i think the last one's out this week okay so uh keep an eye out on that they're both over on fox's site and on the gotham youtube channel yes so uh check them out and uh, yeah lots of love um for miss kringle we all miss miss kringle rip miss kringle i don't think she's gonna come back no no i'm pretty sure she's she's done for she's been in the ground too long a little bit yeah (laughs) a little bit okay so uh to wrap it up here we do have a couple of descriptions from uh episode 12 and episode 13 of Mm -hmm. this season the first two to coming back uh amory why don't you go ahead and read uh the one for episode 12 mr freeze and i'll get episode 13 okay um a chilling villain emerges in gotham on an all-new gotham uh, Penguin takes a hit for Galavan's murder, but doesn't let Gordon off easily. Meanwhile, Gordon and Bullock investigate the body-snatching spree of Victor Freeze, guest star Nathan Darrow, one of Gotham's preeminent, preeminent, cryo, <laughs> cryogenics engineers, words I don't use daily, um, in the all-new Rise of the Villains, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze, Mr. Yes. Freeze. Hmm, this is interesting. Huh. 
Uh, sorry, my mouse is <laughs> gone here. Oh, that's not good. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, oh. I don't know. I don't know. Did oh, your battery die? My battery might have died. That's oh, fine. Oh, no. It's all right. I can probably get a little more juice out of this. Hold on. Let me see here. We can go <laughs> to the next story. Oh, wait. Um, no, you were the next. Okay. What do you want me to talk about? There we go. Okay. We have some uh, press photos from uh, Mr. Freeze here, too, <laughs> which I'll need sorry. a mouse to do. Uh, okay. Hold on. I'll, well, you can't show them, though. The wonders of live streaming, folks. Let's see here. If you can't, I can give you mine. Here, do you have double A's in there? <laughs> I have one double A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, give it to me. <laughs> okay. Nice. The wonder, the wonders of live, there folks. You, right. you need it more than oh, than I do. Definitely, because I'm controlling the, the stream here. Yeah. It, ah, I still have the scrolly pad. I still don't have a mouse. Interesting. Oh, that's not fun. No. Oh, okay. I got it back. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we have some uh, press photos from Mr. Freeze. Thank you for uh, sticking Just... with – I think Mr. Freeze got to my mouse, honestly. <laughs> okay, we have Jim Gordon looking pensively. Uh, we have uh, Hugo Strange walking down a hallway. We have uh, Jim Gordon looking in an apartment for something, looks like. Uh, I have to look on your computer. <laughs> I can't see mine. <laughs> We, well, I mean, they, there are a lot of promo they're just, photos. They're just promo yeah. photos. Yeah, you, you, Pardon the I don't think there's really a lot to glean from it. I don't think you can, especially they're not going to give us a lot coming back. And let's be honest, most weeks we don't get too, too much mm-hmm. for uh, that. So. And Bobby in the chat room says, glad to see they are taking a hint from uh, the animated series for uh, Freeze's storyline. Yes, definitely. I, I, I feel it's going to be like a hop, skip and a jump before uh, that version of the storyline. But it's going to be pretty close, too. Okay, and uh, last, uh, we'll wrap up with uh, the episode description uh, for episode 13, A Dead Man Feels No Cold. You know Tag, why? it's on you. Because dead bodies... Already cold. Yep. Okay, as Gordon, Bullock, and Barnes <laughs> continue the search for Victor Freeze, guest star Nathan D- Darrow, they are forced to look to his wife, Nora, uh, for help. Meanwhile, Penguin is introduced to Hugo Strange, and Alfred reveals some crucial information to Bruce about his parents' murderer. Alfred! In the all-new Rise of the Villains, A Dead Man how did Feels we, No how, Cold. How did we talk for 45 minutes and not mention Alfred once? I know, right? That's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I, I think uh, we mentioned this uh, last season in the news at some point, but they have cast Joe... I, I, uh, <gasps> Yeah, matches Malone. matches Malone rather. Yeah. Why he, do I know things you don't? He's the dude. I, I said Joe Chill because he's the guy who killed him back in the day. Yeah, Kill, killed the Waynes. But yeah, I we're, they've we're, cast Malone matches. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna be uh, delving more into that story, which is fun. I bet it's on the computer. Yeah. There's there's stuff on the computer mm-hmm. that leads to there, it. There's like a there's like a 16 bit JPEG of matches Malone. It takes 20 minutes to download. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and Franny says, uh, thanks, that was fun. Nice chatting with everyone. Thank you guys, Thank too. Thank you so much. We love our chatters. We love our chatters. Let's give them one more shout-out. Bobby, Franny, uh, Michael Lucero, Morgan Scorpion, Tom C., a.k.a. Joe the Cop, and us. Us. And Chancer. <laughs> and Chancer. The most important one of all. I <laughs> uh, no, but if you guys want to join us, it, chat's always a lot of fun. Chat when is. we're talking to episodes of Gotham, we're going to be returning a week from this Tuesday. Wow. 8.30 p.m. EST, live.universebox.com. We'd love to see you over there. Absolutely. Definitely. Totally. And uh, again, thank you to John Stevens. Absolutely. Thank you so much, John. Yay. Yeah, for for the interview. Uh, Tom C. says, you guys rock. Have a great night to all my pals. You too, Tom. And uh, thank you to Rebecca Johnson for this lovely penguin poster that is now part of our set forever and ever. Forever. uh, That we got sent. 
And uh, let's see, Amory, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at AMDSimone. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And you can pick up my series of superhero adventures, dog boy adventures, at dogboyadventures.com. And you can get all the show notes for this episode, which you might want. You might want to. At legendsofgotham.com. Hey, we didn't tell people how they can uh, write to us and stuff, did we? Oh, we didn't, yeah. Uh, Hi. If you, if you yeah. guys want to, once the, the show comes back, if you want to send in your feedback. We love feedback. Email legendsofgotham at gmail. Com, Twitter at Legends of Gotham. Facebook is Facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number, which we almost always play, is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Oswald's about to bust out of the joint, so we gotta go. Until next time, we'll join us next time for more Legends of Gotham. Can we make Murderina Mondays? The Monday is Murderita Monday. I love having my mouse crap out on me midway through the stream. That's a lot of fun.